We all want to hear about insights on the recovery freedom circle system and how it's changing recovery. Welcome to the 1% in Recovery podcast. We are now into season five. This is episode two, episode 122. Remember, you can get the recovery growth scorecard. It is free. We're using metrics now to help people heal, to detox, to get going, get that ball rolling on recovery. Because what do I always say? Recovery is beautiful. You cannot outthink an emotional issue. Your EQ is your IQ. So that means you should be laughing every day, working hard. When I say work, I mean you're going to work in recovery. You're going to work in your relationships, and you're going to work in your job or your business. And of course, you're going to ask to love unconditionally. Just give out love and understand that the universe is going to send love back to you. You do those three things every day, you're well on your way to having a good day, a productive day. Get the Recovery Growth Scorecard, and also, you can always book a call free Like I like to give out some free stuff, a free 15-minute call with me, the host, Hugo V. Just go to the website, www.lifeiswonderful.love, L-O-V-E. You can also email me, Hugo V at lifeiswonderful.love. Today, we have Eric W. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Hugh. (laughs) Well, let's immediately jump in. Tell the audience one thing you love. One thing I love. Life. And Anything I, specific about yeah, life? All of it. Um, and that's, to me, I, I think one of the questions we're about to talk about is what is recovery? Um, and uh, to, to me, I didn't know how to love life before I was in recovery. Um, I, didn't, I, I didn't have a life. Um, and life is wonderful. That's, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's the name of your, um, company, your, your company, right? It yeah. is. Life is wonderful is the actual company. The podcast is the 1% in recovery and the system is called recovery freedom circle. We love to talk about recovery. And I always believe that recovery is also really about relationships. You know, how to have, first of all, that relationship with Yourself. yourself. Yeah. I mean, that is most important. Sometimes we always wonder about, oh, but I want to get my spouse, my partner to love me or my parents, my siblings, my kids, my, even my pets. <laughs> yeah. if your dog or cat doesn't love you. There might be something you need to address. But you have to love yourself first. You have right. To, you have to love yourself to be able to give love. That's something I've learned um, uh, in the program and, and, and through your program as well. Yeah, okay, but let's go. Exactly. So let's let's jump into into question one. You've been in the program. You mainly do 12 steps. You first entered into 12 steps for gambling, Mm -hmm. compulsive gambling. Yep. Now, you've been in for about five years, a little over five years. Mm -hmm. You obviously worked the steps the way they were written. But first, before we do talk about that, right. Talk talk, to us, like, what does recovery mean to you either in the very beginning or how, what does recovery mean to you today? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, In the beginning, I I don't think I really knew what it meant. I mean, it meant um, when I first came into the the program, I was, um, my life was a a total disaster, Um, you you know, unmanageable. Um, It talks about in our program. 
Um, but, but mostly I had no self-esteem. I had, I was full of guilt, um, trying to, you know, fight myself, fight my addiction for so long. Um, you know, with no help trying to do it on my own. Um, but, um, so first, you know, first off, I think early on recovery just meant, um, stopping gambling. Right. But, but more than that, just stopping, stopping the just craziness that goes along with it. Um, the lying. Yes. (laughs) Stop, stop, stop being somebody that I didn't want to be, uh, because, um, you know, I was, I was killing myself because, uh, you know, to maintain the addiction, I was doing things that, you know, I look, I look back today and it still shocks me, but you know, it was, it was me. I, you know, I was doing those things. Um, but, um, so, so abstinence is first, um, you know, but early on, it also meant, you know, recovery for me meant you you talked about relationships. I mean, for the longest, you've also talked about how, addiction is, is a very lonely illness. Um, you know, for the longest time in my life, I was all alone, um, had no one to share with, no one to talk with, um, was wrestling with all of my emotional challenges, um, myself. And, uh, for the first time in my life early on in the program, I had people that I felt comfortable sharing with, um, who understood me, who supported me, Um, so, you know, that's, that was kind of what opened my eyes, I think, to the promise of the recovery program, um, you know, what it, what it could be, um, if I, if I put my effort into it and, um, and truly worked it. Um, and I did, I, I worked with several different sponsors, uh, over the years, um, my first five years, but, um, I worked the steps very slowly. Because um, when we first you started working with uh, me, you were still on what, step six after what three five, and a half, yeah, four years, four I, years. You were still on step six, and I always say you shouldn't yeah, take that long. Yeah, effectively, I was doing about a step per year, uh, which is very <laughs> slow. And, and we've uh, already wasted enough time in our addiction. No, it's true. Why waste yeah. so much time in recovery? No, you get to the life that you've always dreamed about. You helped me realize that. I mean, life is happening now. Um, you know. Your kids are growing up now. Yeah. You're in your relationship I now. I can't wait. Your parents are still alive I can't now. Wait 10 years to, um, I don't want to wait 10 years to experience right. the benefits of, uh, of recovery. So, um, yeah, that's when I first started talking to you is, and hearing about your program is, is when you helped me realize that, um, that, you know, though I was working the program to the best of my ability, I, you know, and I think things happen for a reason. I mean, I think the right sponsor comes around along at the right time. Um, you know, the right people come along at the right time. Right. Um, but I, um, I needed you right, right. When we kind of connected, um, you were the right person to help me realize that, um, I needed to do something, but you need a push and the difference between like a a sponsor, like what I, what I always say is a recovery coach or that there's more accountability Mm -hmm. and the problem why so people and you know i was diligently working it still took me a good 20 months Mm -hmm. and i was working with a therapist and two sponsors and two different programs one for alcohol one for gambling Mm -hmm. and it because it's all self-driven yeah and when a newcomer someone coming in they don't know exactly what to do and they it's almost like look we all most people play high school sports or in music Mm -hmm. if you don't have a coach or a teacher saying okay we have practice today yeah 
and here's you're how, not going and here's how you practice right and, and then pick here's, out here's how you can here's get how better to do it yeah. right and yeah. do think and that's the real difference that I, I find different but you did say one thing before we move on to question two sure you talked about you didn't realize you were killing yourself now in the gambling program we always ask the 20 questions and I, I answered no to question 20 when it says did you consider I did suicide I, or but it says or self-destruction self-harm but so many people just think of the word suicide and yep. they focus on, well, at that moment, I wasn't thinking suicide. So I answered no. Yep. But realizing there is a thing called slow suicide. Like yeah. you're, I was slowly killing myself. Like yeah. you said, I'm slowly yeah. killing myself yeah. and I don't even know it. Yeah. I am so almost I was fighting put against myself because I was right. acting against my And I was my now values. I always change it yeah. now saying yes. I, I do answer yes to question Same. twenty because yeah. I was doing so much self destruction. My first uh, my first meeting I answered sixteen questions yes, but I was lying to myself about the other four. Well, I'd said 17 and then later on, but the only thing that never happened, I never sold anything because I could always access money. Yeah. So I never really had to pawn, but I, I, it's because everyone says, well, yeah. if you're a true compulsive gambler, you're going to do a 20 for 20. And I said, well, does it really matter? I mean, the book says you, if you answer more than seven, yeah. you have to answer I think yourself. if you're in the teens or. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, look, 19 yeah. is plenty. So it shows you how crazy I was. Yeah. But let's get into uh, question two. Sure. You know, that's one of the reasons uh, why we're doing this episode. We're going to be talking about the Recovery Freedom Circle on how innovative, creative, changing recovery, because I believe is, is that more people need to get. When I say recovery is beautiful and you see me on my podcast or social media or you see me in live meetings, because I, I believe in doing all of it, is, is that we have to share the beauty of recovery and how life is so much better for me without alcohol or gambling. I can finally have peace, but tell the audience on, you know, people may be thinking is, is why should I invest time and money for a program? How can the, how does the recovery freedom circle work? Because I don't, disparge the original 12 steps. I say no, the 12 steps are very important, but there are limitations and obstacles. So from your experience, because you've done all of it, all 72 questions, mm -hmm. tell us your experience on how it can be effective for the people that really are, are there and, you know, just want to do something yeah. much more proactive. Yeah. That, that's actually really, uh, interesting word. Um, I didn't write it down when I was preparing to, for this, uh, discussion, but that's, that encapsulates it, um, well, it's, um, I think the really unique thing about, uh, your program, the recovery circle is, um, it's clear and it's, uh, we were talking about like, it's clear and doable and, um, it's, uh, I actually, I think about business a lot too, and analogies to, to, to how to accomplish things in life, um, relate to business for me, that, that's my background. And there's a phrase, I mean, it's a classic strategy phrase, you know, focus on the 20% of activities that drive 80% of the value. Um, and to me, that's what your program is. It's like, it cuts through, 
it cuts through the confusion. It cuts through the uncertainty, ambiguity, um, ambiguity, all of that. The questions, all 72 of them are very deep and thought provoking, but clear. And, you know, if I sit down and I answer those questions and I, I go through your program, I have a better understanding of myself, the steps, what I want to accomplish. That's the other, the big difference about your program uh, is it's, it's goal oriented and positive. And, um, you know, it, it, it which it should be, it should be. Yeah. I mean, that's what recovery is about. Because if we're all coming <laughs> yeah. in, me included yeah. with low self-esteem, yeah. that's the, that's the issue. And I, I say this very clearly, even though I love the original 12 steps, there is a level of almost bringing in. I believe that is why people struggle so much because there's a level. If I have to constantly say I'm powerless or I have to turn my will over, or I've got to state all my character defects or every day I have to see whether or not I owe somebody an apology. That doesn't really, to me, if any motivating change has to be much more engaging, something that I want to go to, not, Some, something not that to makes recoil you feel, from. Something that makes you feel good. Right. Something right. that well, feels you right because they yeah. always say, what, what do they yeah. say? Uh, almost any self-help book or yeah. God, they always talk about what is your purpose? Mm. You know, and everybody's got to find that. But also, what are your like I try yeah. to say, what are your dreams and goals? Let's write down your three big ones and let's work on that. Yeah. And that way, then we can address the emotional issues. Yeah. We can address your what, how yeah. can I build you up your character? Yeah. Cause you start with goals and then it's okay. So what's holding you back? Right. And then, and then you go deeper and you, you figure it out. Right. But right. Like, and I also talk but, about, but not because usually was when people write down their <clears throat> goals and I always say this is number two question. And I give the, like I give out the whole questions for free on honesty and step one, because I want people to get the foundation. So you got to work on our subconscious. We say so many negative things to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, oh, I'm too old or I'm not strong enough or I'm not smart enough or I don't have the money. I don't have the capital. I don't have the right relationship. Instead of saying, you know what? I'm grateful of the relationships I have today. You know, yeah. I have these talents. These are my gifts. I'm good at drawing. I'm good at we all analytics. Have yeah. Right, we I do. Mean, it's, it's like, and I and have this experience, you know, still sometimes in the program, if I it's not perfect, right? I'll get down sometimes. Something bad will happen. But today, I think a lot because of your program, like I'm able to more quickly like remember everything I have to be grateful for, like whether it's a professional network that I've, you know, kind of maybe neglected because I've been heads down in a, a new job. But but I start to, to get back out there again and have conversations. And um, I realized that, you know, the world is there's so many opportunities right and there is and um and we usually are the ones we hold ourselves back and i think some of that comes within that self-talk saying you know like, i'm gonna have a good workout today i'm gonna mm -hmm. work hard today yeah i'm gonna love on my dog today i'm gonna have be, a good dog i'm gonna, I'm be, gonna walk my dog for a night i'm not gonna yeah. do that quick 10 minute walk hurry up and do your business i'm gonna go for 30 yeah. minutes let you enjoy this build, time build a lego set from right. start to finish with my kids exactly uh, you know it's, it's small goals sometimes but um that's your your yeah you know the the traditional ga steps are still like they're very valid 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 and valuable and i can i can I still agree. see i agree actually your questions help me understand like the real purpose of some of the, the steps right because sometimes you almost got to instead because a lot of people like to go to a step and say 
you know, this is what each word means. It's almost like if you pick up or any type of religious textbook, stop trying to recite any verse, biblical verse or any other yeah. religious book for verbatim, because first of all, it's been already right. translated. But second of all, what is the What's meaning? What's the point? Yeah. And how can yeah. I get you to have more yeah. self-awareness? Yeah. And how can I build up your self-esteem? Yeah. And how can I build up your character? Which then means that you then get through those emotional mm-hmm. blocks, that yep. trauma or that pain or that hurt, yeah. whatever that is. And then realizing the, who the true you are. Yeah, no, absolutely. That was um, a lot of your questions really helped me understand the true, like the true point of that step, right? Which oftentimes was was different sometimes the same sometimes I, I had a sense of it but but oftentimes it was like it was more positively oriented than i think i had originally um understood um and that's partly because of the way the original steps are written um it's partly because you have a new approach you've worked the steps you understand them well i've been studying um, these for 25 years, years. it's not something yeah. i came up with after yeah. one year oh I got it. Now I'm going to start talking about it. I had to read a lot, watch a lot, go to a lot of meetings. I got it. And then you finally understand it and then formulate it. And I think the other piece, and we'll talk about a little bit in question three, but it's not just the steps. Now that kind of created is, is those character traits, those mm-hmm. spiritual principles that are. it says, because yeah, it says they're in the gambling program. Your most challenging issue problem is going to be bringing about a character change within yourself. When you talk to alcoholics, they always talk about how it works and it talks about rigorous honesty. But they never kind of go into depth. Okay, well, what are the true questions? It always is about just do the steps. But you've got to truly, if character is truly who we are, and I believe character it. If you know your character, that is your destiny. Yeah. And if you truly want to live your best life, you have to have strong character. Because if you go on any dating app you or know, you go anyone that says who you are. Right. Yeah. What do they always say? So I want someone of good character, good morals, good someone who's honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, who, who if, wants if, a liar in their life? If you try to or, and, and if, you know, whether it's a flat out lie or just positioning yourself as something that you're not, right? Or like trying to be someone that you don't actually have those core values. Like it just, it not, like people will see right through it. So. Right. And then the thing is, is how to be just vulnerable mm-hmm. and comfortable with it or how to know what you need to do every yeah. day discipline wise mm-hmm. or what does brotherly love me? So let's jump into question three. Sure. Is there a specific step? What are we talking about? Highlight a specific step and then highlight a specific character trait that really jumped out at you or that you found very helpful? Yeah. Um, there, I could, I could choose a number of them, <laughs> but I, I think the one that jumped out at me first is, is actually the one we've been kind of talking about, which is that you give out, <laughs> um, for free because of the different approach that you take to step one flows through the entire program. Um, but it was step one for me. It was a complete like surprise and a good, um, it just, it, it totally changed my orientation around the steps. 
instead of instead of them feeling like work that I had to do, it was work that I wanted to do <laughs> because it was positive. It was helping me like your whole approach to step one about writing down all of my goals and in a structured way in, in different areas of your life. Um, because also question three, I always say is the one thing is the goals. You got to set a daily, weekly schedule, mm-hmm. a routine. Cause that yeah. the routine for all yeah. addicts is so helpful. Yeah. Get into a routine yeah. and you will start to see yeah. positive change, positive improvement. You build, that's what's different about your step one is like immediately it builds positive change. Um, you know, sometimes in small ways, but step by step and they build, they build on it. The whole pro your whole program does that. Um, you know, each, each step builds on the last. Um, but, um, that was the step that stood out most to me because it's so different from the way that I think a lot of, uh, traditional sponsors and 12 step. And it's something that you believe that people will, gravitate to yeah. and then they'll be more excited to it's, see what's next instead of yeah. that constant almost beating of the drum yeah if you don't admit you're powerless over alcohol powerless over gambling you're going to struggle and i think at some point and we've talked about this that is important mm-hmm. but is that being the first thing that you really need to accept it becomes almost like this big elephant. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I've always (laughs) struggled with the concept of powerlessness and actually what your step one, not not in the sense that I now accept I'm powerless over gambling, but. um, Well, it's because I also say we go that that gambling is a lot. It is. Yeah. So it's not really your palace over gambling. You understand the true nature but, is the yeah, casinos the, the, and all that. They're just there to extract money out of your wallet. There, it's yeah. not a fair fight. I always say is, yeah. is the reason why gambling is a lie is because they have 80% of the odds. You have 20% yeah. and you will lose over time. But the, um, the original step one in, in GA made me feel powerless in a negative way over a lot more aspects of my life. Your step one made me feel powerful in the areas that I could impact. Right? You're walking into your yeah, light. My, my, my effort, you know, my, you know, my routine, my goals, you know, my, you know, my positive attitude. Um, you know, it, it helped me understand that, you know, I have this, this, this weakness, this illness, but, um, you know, I have a lot of good things to offer. Um, the world myself um and uh that was a complete difference from kind of how i felt after working step one in the regular program i like to say one thing to me it's compulsive gambling to me is not a weakness to me it was actually a strength but it is an illness and it is an emotional disease i always like and here's here's how i explain it without compulsive gambling i could never have found myself so I'm always grateful that I went down that road of gambling and I kept being becoming an addict. But I also recognize what the American Medical Association and the American Psychological Association and almost every other world uh, medical health organization, they classify addiction, all addiction as an emotional disease. And you got to accept that piece, yep. but also see on how this can actually be a good thing it does it does and i've i've thought this in the past and felt it and 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 do probably more so now 
working with you. Like it does open your eyes to what's better and what's, what's possible. Um, because I, I feel like, you know, without having gone through all of that, I wouldn't realize how amazing, you know, life can be. Um, the contrast creates, uh, the opportunity to, to kind of fully realize, um, our potential. All right. And then let's finish up with a character trait that you liked. Yeah. Perseverance was the one that, that jumped out to me. And there were several key questions, um, that you ask about that trait. And, um, it's one that I really tried to, uh, build in myself, you know, resilience is another word that I like, like to use. And, um, you know, it's related to what we were just, just talking about it. Um, you know, going through challenges and pain and suffering, you know, helps me appreciate, um, you know, the amazing, happy, joyful parts of life and, and, um, you know, what to look forward to, um, because there's so much. I appreciate it. So we're going to wrap up with this. Remember, you can always start even before you even contemplate anything about the recovery freedom circle that the recovery growth scorecard is a way to use metrics. We use metrics in business. We should use metrics in recovery. It is free. I will repeat, it is free, free, free. Just go to the website, www.lifeiswonderful.love. And then you can see how we are trying to change recovery so more people get this gift. We always say is don't stop before the miracle happens. The miracle is available to everyone. And you just got to almost know is how to start. And then you just start building that momentum. And then you get to live your best life. And with that, we are going to conclude this episode of the 1% in Recovery podcast.